0: Hello, Masters. Welcome back to a very special episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, I have the honor and the privilege to interview a true Master of the Matrix. He is a Master Intuitive Empath he is an author of eight books at the time of this podcast, A Master Shaman, and A light Warrior, and A Way Shower of Heart-Based Living, Luhan Matis. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I did. Without further ado, here it is. So I, I just want to say thank you for being on my podcast, uh, yeah, Masters of the Matrix. I know... I, you know, I looked you up. I've watched all your interviews. You don't do a lot of interviews, so I find this an absolute honor and a blessing that you are spending this time with me. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. Truly, and I, you know, I know you're such a heart-based guy. So I wonder when, you know, you you were were asked if I was if you were going to be doing this, like your heart tells you. Right. I don't know if you probably even respond to what the mind says, but your heart probably told you something.
1: Well, I just went. I just went with
0: it. I love it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: it's such an honor. And so, basically, I'd like to kind of get started, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. We kind of are, but um, yeah, welcome to Masters of the Matrix, Luhan. And Mm -hmm. I want to introduce uh, Luhan, um, truly a very special guest. And you know, I'm even a little bit nervous because, like, he's such an inspiration for me. Um, I, like I said, I've I've listened to or or read all of his books um, many more than once. He is a true master of the matrix, in my humble opinion, a a master intuitive empath, practicing shaman, um, a guide and spiritual teacher, and a a master of low band pi, um, which in in English translation I believe is elegantly flourishing spirals.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, um, which I'm going to sum this up really simplicity for people that are listening is is the walk is to walk your path uh, of life as your beautiful loving self. Mm-hmm. Is really all that matters. And that's coming from <laughs> the, the power of emptiness. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Loban Pai is an empathic and compassion-based spiritual teaching through meditative and movement techniques mm-hmm. that have roots in uh, Buddhism and, and the Tao. Um, and truly, you are a, a, you're a light warrior who walks the talk, truly living from his heart moment by moment, and someone that inspires me truly and deeply to be my best. Um, so I said, what an honor it is to have you. Yeah. So, um, I've listened, like I said, I, I've listened to his books, um, uh, starting with uh, a parallel perception back in 2017. And, you know, I was, it was just blowing my mind back then. And I just re-listened to it. Um, just, I think two more times, just, just in the past couple of months. And I've just in the past month, I've re- just ripped through your stuff and on the way to work and on the way back, I'm just like, just absorbing the stuff like a sponge, truly powerful, deep stuff. Um, And I also watched you in the documentary, the uh, cosmic giggle Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and you had some amazing insights there. So for anybody that wants uh, some of more of of his insights, go check that out. Um, And, you know, when I set up this meeting, you know, um, there's many people that uh, I I had to, we had a, we had a laugh that I said, um, you know, like many people would like to meet stars and celebrities and people that are in movies, but like, having Luhan here with me in this moment is truly like somebody meeting, you know, in the, old, in the normal world, like a Brad pet. So this is how high I, I just really regard him at a such a high level. That he's just, <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, I really believe you, you're very hard based yourself. And you know, the, the equalizing factor is the tenderness tenderness between people mm-hmm. and to, you know, to walk, to walk that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I, I'd like to ask is, is I'm, you know, talk about inspiration. And for me, I'm, I'm again, I'm someone that is like inspired by people's like people conquering their challenges and living their authentic self in, in such a, in such a world that in moment by moment takes us away from our true self. So it's such a challenge. Um, so you absolutely are one of my biggest inspirations um, in, in how you just walk your talk and, and live your life and, just such a such a master, um so my first question then would be you know was there anyone that inspired you early on in your journey like for just because the reason why I ask this is because you know like for people out there that you know I find people that are inspired are, are are they want to reach for it to be their best because they know that it can be done. Is there anybody that inspired you um, well
1: i, I was ex- I was inspired by my by my circumstances in terms of um uh how it wasn't wasn't really correct. From from very early in my childhood, so it's um, no. I mean, basically, I was in, I was um, walking the path of what was presenting itself to me, um, because in reality, what have we got other than what's in front of us? And um, communicating uh, what was what was being noticed was was uh, was of utmost importance to me. So it's, uh, I've been inspired by by people who are loving and open. Quite frankly. Um, you know and I th- and i do believe this is the only thing that really matters and uh and inquiring after the truth and to bring balance to our world is is basically uh, my motivation really uh so it's a, i i don't know i don't know what to say other than that i've had um many many uh timeline convergences which which give me uh slight glimpses into parallel timelines but this um these are only glimpses so, so the so the real path as far as i can see for everybody including myself is what's really presented directly in front of us and th- then dealing with the obstacle of that particular path to overcome that obstacle so we don't get altered uh, by the obstacle itself yet uh, yet witness uh, exactly who we, who we can be because we don't get uh, totally absorbed uh, within the um, within the block that's in front of us
0: totally yeah so in in a way it's it's, it's these challenges that in, in each challenge that we have in our life is that presenting us with a chance to alchemize that situation to to really bring out our best.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean the the techniques I put into the last book as well as Whispering the Dragon, um, you know the, the fundamental uh, premise behind uh, how to how to how to proceed um, in terms of uh, your beingness knowing and then not doing what you know so that you can release other people from from your from your belief systems by withdrawing back into yourself so being knowing and not doing somebody else automatically uh, promotes not doing yourself automatically i mean this is it sounds very simple but it's extremely mm-hmm. complex and uh, to come to terms with the feelings and then transferring uh, any form of feeling into an alternate frequency which brings uh, realization and everybody knows in their life they 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 experience uh, certain things and then they um their body reflects on it and then they have realizations. And uh vampire Empire is basically uh to to um dethrone the mind uh and uh and put the heart uh, right right in front of you and on your path so that you can uh, be revealed to this. Absolutely. and the And the reflection of the feeling that comes from that center uh because if we can imagine our mind is is an electrical field um, that uh that if you can get it to sink into your magnetic field because we're electromagnetic uh by nature if we can get this uh the mind to settle into our uh the, the field of our uh, magnetism so if you imagine that the the head is the is um Uh, completely white light and that white light uh, is absorbing all of our energy and our realizations and uh, we can see if we can sink into the body and then and then combine uh, the magnetic field with with the electrical impulse of the mind then we then we start to function from our from our heart mind and uh because it's meant to be it's meant to be empty and absorb and observe, observe our circumstances. and the same with our with our lower dunting, which is in our lower abdomen, it's a regulatory center that that doesn't have uh, the process of thinking, and the same with the mind shouldn't have the process of thinking. The, the centralized um, capacity of everybody's um, awakening always comes from from heartfelt realizations.
0: Yeah. So it's a true centeredness being, being centered in, in, in the heart. Yeah. But, but it's, I, I find it's, it's, uh, like you said, it's easy to like just to see it, but to practice that on a daily and moment by moment basis is something else.
1: Yeah. To be in, to be in that center is not so easy, uh, in the beginning because you've got to give up, uh, your, your mind process and also your, your, uh, your emotional connection to the mind. So, um, in the power of emptiness, um, I've reduced uh, a lot of the philosophies down into very very simple concepts. So if you could imagine that your your mind is a thief and your emotions are a ghost so so these two feed in, in, into each other in terms of the the mind will be promoted by the feeling and the feeling will promote the mind. And um so there's a emotion emotion promotes the mind. So we've got to get into our feeling center away from 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 this bypassing element. So it's uh so if you could imagine that uh um, if you know you've read the the art of stalking parallel perception, there are there are from from this book right to the very end, all of these principles are, are outlined, but they're outlined in many many different um, many different ways, so that uh, there is a there is a form of consistency within all all the writings to give people uh, realizations to backtrack into into alternate memories that uh, that are that reveal uh, themselves without the process of the, of the mind intervening. So it's um. So it deals. Uh, my last book deals with uh, with how to um, function within the realm of uh, recapitulation, but not in the in in terms of uh, the past moments being being brought to the to the present moment. It's actually living living absolutely your authentic moment right right now, and not uh, not going into a misplaced memory to uh, assert uh, something from your past into the present moment, and uh, the, the way that um, that I, that I proceed with this in terms of teaching is that um, misplaced memories are then uh, uh, fitted into being knowing and not doing so you, so when you don't do somebody else uh, you stop yourself from from realizing what you what you uh, primarily know as a um, as a situational awareness so if you meet somebody and you have um, alarm bells going off or you realize certain things, uh, then you've got to let go of those realizations to allow them to be free of you and uh regardless of, of whether we whether we lock onto them uh or or um are not lack of them in terms of uh being knowing and then not doing them the moment you you decide that uh the the realization that you have is true it's not false and then you withdraw within yourself and take away that bias to allow that person to be free of you so you you take your your impulse out of that particular person, and then you've got to stop yourself from thinking to yourself emotionally about that individual so you you stop the cycle of discussing uh, with yourself uh, another individual and then you uh, then you go within yourself to discuss further without their presence and then you pass it on to somebody else and then you have this four way uh, collision factor where where other people's mind and emotion will become involved in in a circumstance which doesn't really exist for them. And we all want to be um, uh, supportive of our our, uh, friends and everything like this, but but we we support in a way which has got nothing to do with the reality of of the particular moment. So that's how people bypass um, their their personal power into something alternate, um, which is not really real so if um so say if something happened to me and i come home i i love my wife so i put it to service and if i can't put it to service um i put it to hard work i you know definitely uh, do something constructive to uh to alter those feelings inside of me because they don't really belong uh within communication they only belong to me uh in terms of uh, how i deal with them and uh but by giving kindness and uh, and putting them them to hard labor, but then nobody knows what's really going on inside of me. So, so if you can imagine, you've got a feeling uh, trapped within you, and this feeling is unresolved. So, uh, if you're in your mind, this uh, this this feeling will will transport into an emotional eddy, which you can talk to. But if you if you settle into the into the into the feeling of what's what's occurred, uh, then this will this will settle into your heart center, and uh, if it's something that you have difficulty uh, overcoming by by being of service or or putting it to hard work, which or, or hard labour, you put the thief to hard labour, the mind and the the mind is the thief and the the emotional ghost, you put them to hard work. If that doesn't work, then. Um, the next alternative is to take that feeling, which which arises, which is uh, settled into your chest. Uh, let it arise into your capacity to speak, and then use the impetus of that particular feeling, which which came from an emotional base from somebody else, to talk with. And um, nobody will realise that when you, um, and everyone can experiment with this in terms of um, uh, giving it um, a certain a certain. Uh, validation for themselves so when you speak from your chest that vibrates comes through your through your throat you use the discordant feeling to to discuss what's really in your moment not what was in your past and as you do this then um, the the feeling turns into a into a, um, a vibratory force which then gets transported into the into true communication right in front of you and uh, then you, you don't transfer discord uh, to another person, but you transform discord into understanding um, by, by truly being there for somebody and, uh, and not, um, not hijacking the circumstance and the other person's uh, life force uh, into a drama. And we've all forgotten how to do this. And it's a very, very beautiful thing if everybody realizes the only thing that really matters is what do we do in this moment? Because this moment's right, right in front of us, all the other moments uh, have gone, and it's the only moment that exists right now. And then you, if you can operationally um, uh, use uh, particular techniques to to overcome this, then you, you'll discover that uh, that maybe the the emotional impetus uh, from your from a past circumstance, whether it's a day or whether it's an hour old or anything like this, then can get transformed uh, through. Uh, th- through traveling through your voice uh, to somebody like this and leaving behind the misplaced memory because it is a misplaced memory, it gets stored and then distorts our perception and uh, we can get an overload of um, of bias inside of our body which becomes a, a resistant eddy uh, that that um, that is hard to um, dissolve unless you realize that uh, the power of your voice
2: can transform it.
0: Yeah, when I um, that's such a, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Thank you. That uh, I I first read about that um in your in your whisperings of the dragon. Yeah, and um, literally, there's not many things that kind of like you know I just feel things with, when I when I hear or read truth they deeply resonate and that blew, literally blew my mind because I'm somebody that is very uh you know very heart based very sensitive. I would consider mm-hmm. myself an empath, and sometimes I'm feeling things that I don't know. And you know, I've always just kind of, you know, really appreciated my feelings and my my emotions, really. Mm -hmm. But but to to now be able to discern that, you know, emotions that emotional eddy that you talk about is sort of like it it can be very self-serving, and it can keep you in that, like you said, the the thief and the ghost, and keep you in that perpetual loop. And you're you're going to be stuck, and you're going to be dragging other people down with that. So when I read that, it it truly. it blew my mind it blew my heart i'm like wow because this is something that you know i really in each moment even and now like i'm i'm literally vibrating because i just I, I i try to keep my attention on my heart at all times mm. so that i'm aware of my body aware of my feelings aware of my heart um basically following in your path and uh it, it's it's uh living in the world we live in where we're we're, we're distracted by all this technology and mm. being time-based and forward and back and we're everywhere but here it's it's such a challenge but in the past i used to resist that now i I look at it like training you know so when i have to interact with the world i look at it like this is my chance to be my best self this is a chance for me to you know plant seeds of truth in people um, based off what like my feelings and so what you had spoken about feelings there's so much like truthful and powerful information in these Natural feelings that come out through your heart, and like you said, yeah. that go up into your your your, your vocal box to speak your your throat chakra, and yeah. that's authentic, you know, communication. Yeah,
1: if you look at it, just to just to give it a little bit more depth to it, if you could just say that um, any emotional energy that comes inside of you has uh, uh, the capacity to move uh, inside of you uh, quite in a, quite a large way. So it's uh, so it can go to your left or, or right hand side. If you if you become uh, centered uh, within you within your center line, there are uh, on the left hand, left and right hand side of your body. If you imagine there's a wave uh, that that climbs up your central channel um, or or corresponds to your central channel, um, there are uh, okay. How do I explain this? You have internal hallways now. Within these inter- internal hallways, they've been disrupted because because we've lost uh, the capacity to be absolutely in our centre line, and we've we've been trained to to diverge from the centre line and and give it too much uh, too much room to move. When we discover that uh that the, the central line when we can squeeze the center line uh then there's there's energies which rise um uh, from the left and right hand side of the body up the torso and down the torso when you do cer- certain types of movements and um this this uh, brings uh your, your center line into a into a it makes it kind of narrow, and when you when you realize that you're being pulled off to the left or to the right, uh, then you 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 can see that your your process has been is leaned to one way or the other, and uh, when you when you discover that this uh, when you can squeeze this uh, particular center line, uh, you you begin to realize uh, how we've been taught how to how to fluctuate uh, like flip flop inside of ourselves, instead of being aligned in the center and once we learn to flip-flop then we occupy these these particular um coiling channels if you can imagine uh, an s shape um, a dozen times or just a waving motion going down the left and right hand side um if uh, if we occupy this with resistant emotion uh then then we can't open up these particular channels because we've been socially conditioned uh not to realize them. because we're using them we're using them up with the with the um Internal resistances of the eddy of our of our bias, and once you once you become uh, very focused, then then these lines can become available and bring inspiration in terms of feeling. And uh, these uh, these uh, internal hallways uh, we're, we're meant to be in contact with them uh, to grow into into the into our next level of consciousness, which is always uh, step by step, never ending.
0: So there's a lot of blockages there. Do do these left and right hallways? Are they cor- kind of corresponding to the masculine, and feminine, and the uh, positive, no, not negative? Really.
1: No? Yeah, well, you could you could say well the left hand left and right hand side could represent certain energies, yeah, for sure. Um, but the thing is that um, that that if you understand that the central the, the central channel is a is a clear uh, like a clear pipe. And uh, light goes up this clear pipe, and then uh, from the from your incuminal crease, which is on your hips, to your shoulder nest, uh, there are certain movements that can be done to disrupt uh, the left and right process of uh, these energies that wind uh, through the central channel. Now. You could say his 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 work gets a little bit um it takes away the notion of of male and female because from the if you go from your right inguinal crease and it crosses over to the uh to the left hand side and then crosses to the right then there's a then there's an influx of um of winding energy which uh, which is uh, united, so that you you then discover that there's 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 neither neither this nor that for that or this, and um and then it then it begins to when you when you realize this that uh, you begin to travel on these lines instead of the instead of the human um, program or the or the or the socially engineered program, and you begin to realize uh, things way beyond or beyond the condition that we've been. Um, uh, trained to to, to stay uh, adhered to. Totally.
2: Yeah, and gotcha. yeah, yeah, and, um,
0: and and that's a question I kind of want to go into a little bit in yeah. a, in, a, in a second because um, I'm having some personal uh, experiences with that um, ever since some things that I would like to talk about in a little bit as well. But um, before that, um, you know, I, I for one have felt um, you know having a lot of you know fear. Of getting to know my true self, and um, I feel that there's been blockages, and I know that in in your couple of your books, um, you know that there's these uh, entities that I guess they're to teach us our, our power ultimately. Um, so you know I I'd, I had an experience as a child, and you know, I wonder if that was probably connected to taking away my um, my true power, and you know ever since that day, um, I've been kind of like trying to you know that's my you know even my last name actually um is it, it translates to courage so i know that's kind of an um <laughs> in 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 the german language it, it actually yeah. does translate to, to courage so i know that's an important part of my path is to be courageous on this on yeah. this path and i've been feeling you know hesitant um and i don't know why or where it comes from or if it's from these um these these, these, uh energies that are trying to stop us from being our, our true self or if it's from other things but you know, I, I wonder, did you have these these uh, little blockages in the past? Like, like well, did you did you ever experience fear on, on your path at all?
1: Of course, everybody, every everybody experiences everything there is to be experienced, and then they and then you've got to over you've got to overcome them, or you've or you've got to accommodate what you can't overcome. Um, as as far as you you read, um, uh, power, the power of emptiness. Now, um, this particular subject, so I've dealt with this in terms of misplaced memories. Um, you know the donkeys. Did you, you remember that chapter? I do.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so I won't give away the little joke in there, but um, about the donkeys' behaviour. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but when you when you look at misplaced memories and uh, in, and you you assume uh, to have a reflective consciousness in terms of um, uh, being influenced. Now, there is uh, there is there is definitely. Um, a pre-programmed there in terms of the human edifice. So, so when you when you say to yourself that maybe something has done something to you, it's is. Uh, have we just assumed, uh, in terms of our uh, condition, to to apply ourselves to the to the story of being overpowered? Um, you know, because uh, everything in the world has got to do with uh, with human attention. Other than human attention, we've got to deal with the with the world at large as, as a natural influx of information now for sure there's there there are a lot of dangers uh in the world without man being there but these are these are um dangers that have um uh no um what you what you call it um i've lost my words now how about that They've got. They've got. There's no right or wrong. It's just the. It's just the result of of where you land, and uh, and it's either it, you can either continue or you're stopped by the world at large. So so when you begin to realise that there there is no real right or wrong, uh, and the world uh, does present exactly your life path to you in the way which gives you results, um, and that result is determined by your understanding uh, via our. Uh, say human condition or our human programming. So, if so, when we look at um, the condition of being a um, by being absorbed in something, and then having some sort of demonic uh, response uh, inside of us in terms of reflection, then we get caught in the in the the narrative uh, in terms of the uh, the what will happen inside of our reflective mechanism of our of our memory of our mind. And, and then it's, then it's connected to our emotions. Now, when you look at this, it's, it's, um, it's easy to, to dislodge uh, from the fear of, of any demonic forces. Now, You've got to, you you understand you're you're empathically inclined. You'll realize that you'll meet uh, individuals that don't have good intentions. And those good intentions um, are translated by by, uh, vibration, by frequency uh, inside of your body. Now, if you don't understand uh, what's entered you in terms of the vibration, then then your your emotional uh, predisposition in your mind will will interpret it in comparison to your fear-based reality. Now, now there are. This is contradictory because you'll have a fear-based reality, and you may have, um, maybe be confronted with a with an image or a or a feeling or nightmares like this, and um, and you would fix uh, something terrifying to it. But in in reality, uh, this may be a combination of our of our humanness collecting um, the the very very deep. Um, unloyal feelings from many many people around us um that have been communally trained uh to be self-centered and uh there's a there's a certain fear base which comes from fear-based feelings which come from the fact that we're disconnected and then our consciousness will will it will adhere something else to it in terms of our uh interpretive um capacity of dreaming will go into that and say well uh, must be something really, really terrible going on, but in actuality it's, it's got a lot to do with our with our uh, primal interla- interaction with each other and then then being preprogrammed to to believe there's something else doing something to us, which actually bypasses us from uh, the human condition where actually there are many things going on in the world, but it's got nothing to do with uh, any demonic forces it's got to do with human beings having no self control so so being an empath, you would you would say, well, where am I going with this? Is it is it, a, is it when you absorb a certain amount of information, you're consuming uh, that feeling. So it's, you're eating that feeling. So the, from a Catholic perspective, it's called uh, a sinida. So we all have this capacity to absorb uh, people's feeling into the center of ourselves. And depending on the, the interpretive system of the human being, it will be translated or released in a way to... Uh, to to allow us to 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 get out of that feeling into a into a horror and give it an explanation but it's but it's but it may have something to do with the with the collective force of everybody's attention, which has devised our consciousness to be held uh, in a fear-based reality so it's um so if i if I meet somebody who's unbalanced, um I'm very very open on my on my heart center and uh, Everything goes inside of me, and when it goes inside of me it's it 's a twenty four seven thing for me when people come and see me so that if i if I pull something from somebody 's body i don 't purposely do it because i don't uh, i don 't have the intentions to do that because it 's not the right thing to do, but i 'm open, and I realize that uh, if i 'm open um, there's a possibility for somebody to enter me to uh, to to examine who 's there because that's that's our primary um, Uh, communication mode as human beings but we've been given the belief system that uh, we our experiences are contingent on our bias this is true but our experiences are contingent on understanding can we really understand when somebody enters us uh, a lot of people say well that's my that's my stuff i have to deal with but they don't really realize that maybe they've really grabbed onto something that's real there's a belief system inside of themselves. So, well, this, this can't be really possible, but it's our evolutionary process to open up in this way so that we can actually walk into the doorways of consciousness and actually see what needs to be done next uh, in a state of perfection in terms of knowing exactly what to do. And we need to do this as a collective. Now, if we're not doing this as a, as a collective, then what do we do as individuals? Uh, we absorb that information. And I'll take it from my perspective, what happens to me. It goes inside of my body and I, wa- I may wake up um, and i I've had this ever since in my childhood is I, I get night terrors, and, and I have a little warning system. I go oh, like this. And when I, when I'm releasing something with something somebody's put inside of my body because it's a, because that's, that's what I do. And, uh, and, as uh, my wife uh, shakes me out of it uh, then then the the visual matrix of what 's inside that particular vision represents the person 's intention and when I see it i could say well i could be I could interpret this as being um, influenced by the by the um, the prospect of that person's intention upon me, and then I then it's given a, a visual context, and that visual context is always um, quite frightening because of the because of the collective and the repetitive feeling of the person um, wants to wants to crowd in my openness, and then I escape from the from that particular vibration and, and leave those feelings there, which helps the other person get free of them. And I know this this sounds crazy, but uh everybody does this, but the, the interpretative system of their of their internal workings have been uh so disjointed that we we adhere to all of these uh, strange mysterious um uh in a lot of cases fantasies about what's really going on, but it's really going on between the, the between um, our loved ones and uh and our close associates and if we realize that uh that if we if we can be really clean uh with our with our uh partners then we the the first thing we do is fix this and then then the world progressively becomes clearer because each household must be cleared of this uh first before we can before we can actually move forward as a collective because we've got a certain amount of collective uh consciousness going in a certain direction of fear or a certain direction of um of ignorance in terms of what we've been taught, and we, and in a lot of cases, people can't get to the truth of where they've been caught because uh because of the interpretive system which, will, which is giving them a, a ways and means to to explain what's going on, um, which uh, in a lot of ways you've got to let go of what you believe so you can undo that belief system to come upon something new. And this is very difficult for people to come to terms with. I hope I'm not not uh, talking too much.
0: Well, I love it. This is. Yeah. This is all gold. Yeah. Definitely resonate deeply. And um, you know, maybe adding on to that or, or as a side note, you know, with a lot of how things are going in the past and how we've been entrained, you know, I feel like, and this is something I talk about in my podcast to um to to my listeners, is you know, that, you know, we we have to learn, um, you know, know thyself, learn to love ourselves, um, you know, honoring ourselves, honoring our path. Because um, you know, some of us aren't taught that in our childhood um mm-hmm. and so maybe sometimes there's that self-perpetuating pattern that we don't deserve love and so like you said um to put it lightly or, or in a you know less uh, fancy way um but um you know we're we're manifesting that in in other relationships and in our in our coincidences so you know to to heal us internally to begin with us is and to uh it, it, you have to start within. Essentially, right to yeah. to heal yeah. the world, and and there's a there's a lot of that out there where people are trying to save the world without you know saving themselves first. Yeah,
1: I mean one of one of the things that um, I believe is very difficult to come to terms with is if, if somebody takes uh, ten thousand steps. Um, upon their ten thousand steps, if they're called back to someone who's only taken five five hundred steps, it's not that the the person is is diminished in comparison to to ten thousand steps. You're reduced to that, and that's the challenge. And that is the um, um, that is what we were meant to do is is to realise that somebody can't see you. And when somebody can't see you, uh, then you uh, you communicate on the level that they can they can comprehend. Um, but you you don't do that out of out of um, some sort of hierarchical uh, ideology of, of of being superior. It's just uh, you realize you can't be seen. And if you realize you can't be seen, then it, then it isolates you in a certain way, but uh, but brings you into a state of communion by by realizing that there are limitations, and you work with those limitations with kindness so if um you know there'll be many occasions where you're if you meet somebody to, to listen to them um within within the um uh the restrictive uh, nature of their personality is is extremely enlightening in in terms of uh giving up um, who you want to explain yourself to be to that particular person you you actually be uh exactly who you need to be for that individual to free them from their from their bias, even if they don't realize that you're that you're you're watching them they can't see you seeing them it's the matter that you don't add to them and their and their shortcomings and this is this is this is a way to um to lead them uh to to a place that uh that is not is not a habitual because eventually they will realize that uh, after many years that you've been watching them very very gently until they realize that uh, that they've been uh, they're being observed and uh, and your reaction is not to tell them what to do but to actually be exactly who you are and uh, and this leads people to their heart really That's and if you love. can't if, yeah through love and if you can't if you can't lead somebody. Um, you know, directly then, then indirectly, we have a responsibility not to not to react in a way which locks them in the prison of your mind. You know, because maybe they're locked in in the prison of their own of their own limitations. And this this is kind of like a really sad thing, in terms of in terms of um, us uh, awakening. We 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 are meant to 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 open up and awaken together through the trials and tribulations of being um, guardians of this particular planet. And everybody has, uh, and, I, and I've got to reiterate this, is that it doesn't matter whether someone's taken 500 steps and someone's taken uh, 10,000 steps. The, the matter is that the 500 steps are very valuable because that person, if they don't see themselves as limited and they don't have a strong bias, this is the most magical place for someone to be. So that's, uh, so that's why the description of being your most uh, gentle, loving self is more powerful than taking 10,000 steps. So if someone takes 10,000 steps, they have enormous amounts of information. If they can't be their beautiful, loving self or their, or truly who they're really meant to be, then those 10, 10,000 steps uh, are then tested by the 500 steps. Because if the person really stays uh, centered within themselves and uh, is comfortable with their reduction or who they really are, the magic of who they re- really are is extremely powerful. And it's only through kindness that you can you, you begin to grow uh, on the path of where you land continually every single moment.
0: Yeah. You are where you're meant to be.
1: Yeah, you're where it's, you're meant to be.
0: It's not a competition. That's go yes. it has to go against that training that we've been ingrained with.
1: Yeah. And it's a very, very beautiful thing to actually see that. And uh you know, mm. and, and where, where the possibilities are truly allow everybody to be themselves within the limitation uh that is set forth by the, by the obstacle of the, of our worldwide circumstances, not the obstacle of, of individuality, uh, differentiation of conscious, consciousness,
0: you know, so. Because each uh, of us has free will, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's a delicate balance because if we, you know, and and I've been struggling with this was because, uh, you know, myself and, and uh, my, my wife are on path together and you know sometimes uh you know i can i can see my mind getting in the way and um i i want her to 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 discover more but you know it's it's that art of allowing and and just like you said magically and beautifully um where they are is is is, that 500 steps is absolutely powerful and incredible and a place to be where you're meant to be and loving and, and and like you said observing love is a powerful thing
1: you know, the um everything that I that I put in the in the power of emptiness um ha, has to apart from being the Mango Grove Master, I took on the persona of the Mango Grove Master, but every single thing I wrote in that book was personal experience. And um and also revealing uh separate timelines that I have a memory of. So so when we look at this in terms of its its simplicity, is that um is, it, is it when you look at the chant, uh you remember that chapter, the chant? hmm Yeah. The the thing that we've got to come to terms with is that the the power that we can obtain as a human being is not is not, not of relevance. It's uh, the power that we've got is to deny ourselves uh, the relevance of, of of something like this, so that we don't get absorbed within it. Because the power doesn't mean anything, um, because it's it's testing you uh, not to be absorbed within your own own self identity. And when you don't be absorbed within your self-identity, no matter what comes to you in terms of the um, the powers that reveal themselves to you, uh, then then the whatever um, power that you've obtained reverses and then allows you to be um, witness to the fact that you're being watched by something uh, quite extraordinary. And a lot of people get caught in in the um, their production of who they think they are in comparison to what they're meant to realize, and uh, no, no matter what you can do, it's who you are right. that that really matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the doing, the internal in in action, is very soft and very, very hard to reveal. And to and walk on, delicate. To walk, yeah, delicate. And to walk on this this particular path is uh, is all that we've got in terms of our progress, really. Absolutely. Just draw, yeah.
0: I think it was in that book or another book where you, you, um, talk about, you know, I am nothing to be, to become nothing is, uh, mm-hmm. allowing yourself to be something, you know, when the, in yeah. the when the ego first hears that, it's like, oh, what? no, I'm this, I'm this, it, it attaches to these identities. And I, I wouldn't have been ready for that information even just a few years ago. But when yeah. I heard that, I'm like, oh my gosh, powerful. Yeah.
1: Okay, so when you when you look at that, you just say that if you if you empty yourself of your of your personality, uh, as soon as you empty yourself of your personality, you are empty within. Uh, you know there'll be certain traits within your character which which won't change, but uh, in terms of the way that you look, the size of your bones, and everything like this, but you but if you give up uh, the idea of yourself, uh, you become nobody. But the but the most uh, interesting thing about being nobody within. Is that you invite uh, the perception of somebody else to commune uh, inside of you to be uh, to for you to to speak uh, their reality on their behalf so so if we realize that uh, that it's not uh, it 's not a matter of uh, me communicating purposely what 's going on with me it 's better to subdue this and then to allow the, the information of somebody else to come inside of you and uh, speak on the behalf of what what you're realizing internally. And it 's a very very subtle affair, and uh, you, if you don't get in in your own way that's a that 's the prospect of being nobody uh, reveals somebody else within you and this is the This is one of the uh, points of our progression, which is not being realized uh, by everybody individually is that they if they give up their self uh, not give up their sovereign right to be a human being and be safe, but to give up uh, the idea of themselves then the, then the information from somebody else will flow through and then you you become softly guided by by the by the subtleties of the reality around you and to and then to begin to notice the things that are very very difficult to uh, to actually realize and this is this is what we're all we're all heading towards in terms of uh uh communication without uh, without words but communications uh with with immediate uh relevant feelings which actually turn into the the communication of the person that you're with so so when we begin to progress into this it'll be a, it'll be collective realizations of what needs to be done and pinpointed on the on the community that we're in uh, so that we can progress and it's uh it's uh, we seem to be having trouble getting into this into this um, state of awareness
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just a little bit um, but there are some um know uh way shores yes that are, that are guiding us and inspiring us showing us the way through the heart yeah
0: um, hence this conversation um, so I I know there's going to be a lot of listeners out there that are kind of um, that want your insight on you know and I don't want to change you know the the flow too much but it's something that I'm thinking about too yeah um, you know with what's going on with um, the global manifestation right now and and the amount of fear that's been pushed down our throats, um, you know, on, on a daily basis um, with this, you know, global manifestation. Um, is this like, and, and, we, and I know and I feel that everything is in divine harmony and everything's manifesting as it should. Um, so, like, how, how do you see what's happening now with, with this global manifestation and, and this pandemic?
1: Well, it's, a, it's, an, it's an obstacle to the right of our perception to be, uh, not to be clueless. To actually stand up and realize uh, something that needs to be seen. So the so basically every every situation we've we've got two possibilities: the obstacle and overcoming the obstacle. So the, there's an enormous obstacle that's been uh, pushed onto everybody's chest, and either people change um, towards the obstacle and and support the obstacle because they they want to be uh, in sync with everybody else, or you realize that the obstacle. Uh, is meant to show you that you're, you're, uh, you're capable of seeing through it. Yeah, so there, awesome. there, this, is, this is basically what we're all, we've all got a challenge with, is uh, whatever obstacle comes in front of your chest, uh, that it's the divine discernment of the heart, uh, then, then incrementally looks at that particular, particular obstacle, and what do we become because of the obstacle. This is really the challenge. Is the obstacle, is it going to change us into something that we're not meant to be? Or, or are we meant to realize that the obstacle is, is challenging us to stand up uh, to be um, the the people that we're meant to be at the moment, not change into the obstacle because we can't deal with the challenge of the obstacle. Without being political, without being negative or anything like that, this is all that it is really. Mm-hmm. And to, to stand up within realization uh, that uh, – you know, as far as as far as uh, collective consciousness goes, it is really true that uh, that if there, that enough people realize uh, one thing, that one thing becomes a collective um, manifestation of many different uh, uh, variables in terms of uh, people's consciousness. Because we're 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 such a um, a unique species in terms of you know, how um, we are so good at manifesting, mm. and we're. We're the honor that we either become part of the obstacle or we become part of the solution because of the obstacle. So it it is a very, very challenging time.
0: Incredibly. I mean I'm, yeah. I'm feeling exactly what you're saying. Um, because it's something that I'm just my heart is just I I refuse to make a decision based out of fear. Yeah. Um I, I, I stand in my heart and something just doesn't feel and sit right. And, you know, I, I not that I want to be political myself, but you know, um whether you know it uh, there's going to be people in a situation where they're going to be at work and you know part of me wants that you know they want to they want to force this vaccine on people do you feel there's an agenda there based off fear is is it safe to take well or or do you have to let your heart decide (laughs) sorry to butcher. well
1: no 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 it's i don't want anything in my body really that's uh that that um i'm not sure what it is either uh but the thing is that that We've got to we've got to look at um, uh, what we do with our. If we've got an internal dialogue of the process, it's got to be it's got to be uh, right thought. If we've got a uh, feeling process, then it's got to be right feeling. And if we've got a physical process, it's got to be right action. So we look at these these particular uh, elements within ourselves and this. And if we live by this, then we can tell whether something's uh, restrictive or not right. So it's, um, it's up to every individual to, to actually stand up uh, for what they believe in and not be forced to, to be anything other than what they, what they believe they should be doing, you know. Um,
0: and, 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 and I think to add for, for me to that is, you know, um, and you do speak about this uh, in, in one of your books about, you know, uh, you know people messing with, uh, you know, scientists messing with, with nature and GMO products. And there's yeah. an intention behind there. And, you know, I, I love putting products that nature makes into my body because I know the intention in there is pure. Yeah, but um,
1: well, it's, it's been there for generations. It's been there for thousands of years.
0: And it's based out of love. Yeah. Um, and and out, of ne- out
1: of necessity as, as well, out of necessity. Mm-hmm. But but when we look at, um, I mean, yeah, we all rely on each other uh, for for perspective and point of view but uh, if if we rely on everybody um, on uh any form of information that's not quite correct then then we're taken off our path very very subtly and you can you can take millions of people subtly off their path only by only by um a certain degree and that's enough to to realign uh, everybody in a way which has got nothing to do with what we 're meant to achieve as, as sentient beings on the planet because we're we 're here for a reason we 're not here to be harvested we 're not here to be um uh, to be used to uh, to make money we're we 're meant to be here for other reasons and we 're caught in a in a very very strange position at the moment because we 're dependent on on what we 've um, built. And to change what we've built, uh, we have to be very, very conscious uh, to continue with what we've got, and to incrementally change it into something uh, quite natural and and uh, quite homo- harmonious for ourselves. But it's um, uh, we're we're in we're confronted by a big challenge at the moment when it comes to this. And, and you feel and, it too, Luhan. What's that?
0: Do do you, do you feel the challenge? Like the challenge and, and oh, of course, sort of, yeah,
1: of course, of yeah. course. There's a there's a certain amount of concern inside of my body as well. Mm. Um, uh, you know, it's uh, but but the only thing that I can say uh, for everybody is to be contained within the love and affection of their close quarter family without fear. You know, this this is the main thing: is not to be put into a state of fear and to and to really believe that our leaders are uh, they're really meant to uh, be um, representing us. Yeah, on the behalf of of the billions of people on the world, millions of people in certain in certain parts, um, they're uh, they're working on our behalf. So there's something wrong there. So that uh, there there are levels of corruption in in society which um, which uh, you know it's very very difficult to get into and ch- to change them. Um, but if we don't do it uh, and stand up and say, well. Um, Everybody has to work harmoniously, and the people who run our countries are meant to be running the countries um, on our behalf and for us, and to keep us safe. And this is kind of crazy when I say that because it makes it makes us look like we're in the position of children, you know, because they've got the governing right. But we're the we're the engine of that world. Without us, it it doesn't it doesn't uh, move. So it's a. So the only thing I can really say is that that if you love honestly. Um, and raw, from the very, very raw perspective, if you love honestly your partners, if you if you love honestly the people who love you, and you speak exactly what you realize, and then and then truly debate from the level of your heart what's in front of you, uh, to step forward into your into your uh, future, into your evolutionary process through that uh, through that openness. That's all we've got. And. And for us to, to survive as a humanity, as a species, is that we've all got to align with this to see, okay, what do we need to do next? Uh, do we need to be uh, breathing bad air? Do we need to drink uh, bad water? Do we need to uh, ravage our seas? Do we need to ravage our rainforest? No, we don't. We've, we've got to actually really look at what we've got and look at how we're surviving and keep it in place and slowly, incrementally change it into something uh, that's beneficial without corruption. That's where that 's what needs to happen, and we 're at the precipice of either a destruction of our species or we 're on the precipice of realizing that uh, that we can turn uh, this these are the events of our of our present moment and our future into something more positive, but we all have to be educated for that, uh, and that goes into another labyrinth doesn 't it <laughs> how we 're being educated but uh, but the, really that all that matters. Is it, is it if I can come home and love my wife and give that security? There's, there's, one, there's one household that's got, I love you. Um, doesn't matter about my trials and tribulations. I care for you. And then this is the, all that's important to bring harmony to our home, not to bring disharmony into our home so that we can realize we can, we can change the world in this way. And I, may, I know it sounds uh, uh, simplistic, but it's, uh, it's the truth. If if we can if we can truly go beyond the obstacles of of anything any conflict with the ones that we've deemed that need to be near us, then uh, then then the world will change. So then you've got to real then you've got to you've got to look at it. Okay, how is um, all the powers to be got into our into our home and our households to change this? So we we just got to look at our leaders and just ask them to to take a breath and and um, and do the right thing because uh, and there's so many souls on our planet that, uh, that are quite desperate at the moment to want to, to want to be within the truth and want to grow within the, the capacity of their own, um, their own evolutionary process. No matter where it is, everybody has a right uh, to go through this and to go through it um, without being inhibited by our environment. But then again, when you look at our environment, if there's an obstacle, then the obstacle is there to challenge us. So it's a it's a really strange position, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's always it's such a paradox. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I this is something that's been on you know you know uh, where I work is it's just constantly in your face. Um. You know. So it's is it constantly in the news. Not that we watch news, but you know our 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 other family that has uh, been involved in listening to this. It's just the first thing on everybody's mind and. It's just this level of fear is, um, you know, it's unprecedented. And like you said, um, you know, it's, it's, we have to bring love home um, yeah. and, and, and let that have faith in that, that, that will guide us to um, the, to the, to the right next step. Yeah. Um, so try not to get too far ahead and, and to be here, to be present, to love. Um, but, uh, you know, I can say for myself, my, my heart does not resonate with the, the intention behind this push um, I trust my body. Um, and this is something I want to talk about in a little bit as well Is, um, but uh, I'll leave that for the uh, other question. But so I guess just to sum this up from, you know, like, I just don't feel right. Like something inside of me is just, just, you know, no, like, I just don't feel something is right. So, um, uh, for me, it doesn't feel right. Um, and, uh, it, but at the same time, if, you know, people do make a decision out of fear, like you said. It's like we can't judge them; we have to allow them to walk that path. They have free will, um, and eventually, all roads lead home. Um, but you know, I, I I recommend to all my listeners is to always, you know, try to sit and and quiet your mind and, and make decisions out of love.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a matter of getting into the into the framework of your body. Uh, uh, first, first to to achieve this, you you basically have to uh, realize the agenda, but but then not do those people to release them from from whatever they're doing, you know. And I know this is a very very difficult thing, mm-hmm. because when you watch somebody that that runs a country and and you know that they're making the wrong decisions, you you got to ask yourself, okay, then why is this why is this occurring? Uh, it's a very strange position we're in in at the moment. That's really, strange. it is. But it's but it's but it's also uh, you know there the, there's there's an old saying it's like uh, um, I hope that you're born in, in interesting times and this is a curse <laughs> you know it's a it's it's prominently known as a, as a Chinese curse to to be born in inter- interesting times because the challenge is, is away from our uh, uh, from our primal motives of actually truly being a genuine human being and we've we've gone so far away from this that uh that um there is uh in essence uh we've lost uh, our capacity to see the blessings um which surround us because of because of um the difference that's arising between people you know and it's a very good thing in a way but in 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 another way if we don't if we don't see this challenge uh, correctly then it will, it will corner us.
0: Um, one final thing on, on this COVID thing. So if people do inadvertently or whatever, they, they do take the vaccine, is there a way that if there are ill intentions behind it, are they able to neutralize and heal their body from it? Or is the, because pro- I guess, you know, with we allow things in our system, it's DNA, it's programming, there's intention. Is it, is it now free to roam or is there a way to reverse?
1: yeah this is this is this is a really um, hard question to answer in terms of our evolutionary process uh like uh, if somebody catches Lyme disease it changes their 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 whole uh, internal uh, system and this was known as a bioweapon uh, but but what I've noticed with people who who um who get Lyme the the sadness the distraught feelings that their body goes through it it usually um Quickens their path, but i'm not saying that we need we need the bad things in our body to quicken our path it's just that um is that when your path is quickened, uh, you usually only have a certain amount of resources and uh to to quicken somebody's path really is to take away their resources and and then they only have a certain amount of um, energy outlay that they've got, and so that so that they lose uh, a certain capacity but this very, very thin narrow. Uh, hallway which is left allows uh, someone to evolve through the suffering, but um, but I'm not saying we need the suffering, you know, and uh, we certainly don't we certainly don't need to be pushed into something that um, that is going to cause us um, enormous amounts of illness, and these are difficult subjects because uh, I really don't want to be. Um, Um, caught caught in this uh, in this in these feelings for other people uh, to give people negativity i I do believe that um whatever happens the the way is uh, is clear as soon as if, if somebody makes the decision then that decision is uh what will promote their their path and then they follow their path in accordance to to what's what's happened to them you know it's um so when when you say uh Changing our our internal system by by rearranging our DNA through through um, it's it's an RNA um, uh, thing, isn't it? What do they call it? it? Is the um, the RNA that goes into the system and, and rearranges the genes yeah. and everything like this? Yeah, you know, so yeah. um, this is this is kind of scary, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't want that myself to be mm. quite honest with you. Mm. I don't want that in my body. I don't want that challenge. And um, maybe a lot of people don't want to see them. So maybe there'll be a lot of people that say, well, we don't want this. And maybe that will, that will have an impact because, um, uh, you know, maybe uh, herd immunity is what we're, what we're really meant to be um, uh, subject to in terms of overcoming this. But, um, you know, even if you look at, if you look at it more deeply, why, um, What's, going, what's really going on at the moment over the planet. Is, there is This is a, a precursor to, um, to war. If you really want to look at it very, very clearly, it's, um, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it uh, looks like a bioweapon. It looks like um, uh, the precursor to World War III, and it's uh, something slowly creeping up in terms of um, changing, changing everything uh, from an e- economic value uh, and who's going to be in control of that. So,
0: you know, I just had this yeah. thought, this exact uh, conversation yesterday with my wife, exact thought, exact feeling. Yeah. Um, thank you, Luhan. I know it's a difficult uh, discussion to have, but I'm sure yeah. it's going to be appreciated by people that are listening to give them some comfort. Yeah. That, that they're not alone, that um, we're, we're together in love and all roads will eventually lead home. And whatever decision that you make, it's the decision that you're meant to make.
1: Yeah because quite frankly, you can't tell people, you can't tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in the same breath, um, you know, it's, it may be those, those decisions may be based in fear, but, exactly. um, you know, this, this is, this is a really difficult subject because of, mm-hmm. there are people who need to be cared for because of it. But, uh, I believe that everybody should go to, everybody should go back to work and the people who are vulnerable should stay at home mm-hmm. and we should care for them and love them. And, um, you know, not fear for our future to such a degree that, um, that we're, that we're, um, you know, isolated. It's,
2: it's not a good thing.
0: No, we're not meant It's it's just not meant to be. We're not, we're social creatures.
2: Yeah, that's really true.
0: Um, thank you, Luhan. So I kind of want to connect this to another thing about, um, some other, you know, you talk about this in, in your, your book, uh, uh, I can't remember which one because I just, to me, it's all just <laughs> amazing information. Um, but you talk about, you know, Wi-Fi and, um, you know, EMF, um, even music, you know, 440 hertz versus 432 hertz. I I, I make music myself. I, make, yeah. I choose to make music in 432. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, GMO and all of these things that have, you know, and it, unfortunately, ill intentions behind them. And it's about putting profit ahead of, human harmony and human, true and human, human enrichment. Um, so are there things that we can do um, to minimize the effects of these things? Um, whether we eat them, whether we are drinking them, or whether they are in our environment to minimize the effect that they're having on our conscious or consciousness or our energy field.
1: Or you can you can constantly work on changing your uh, your essential vibration inside of your body, but um, but when it comes to uh, frequency, it's it's invisible. It's like uh, many many years ago, uh, when we had normal uh, normal exhaust from 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 cars, you could you could actually see it, and then they they changed it so you could so it was less detectable. Uh, you know, just to to keep going with the technology we've got instead of changing. Uh, that particular uh, dilemma, which is still which is still confronting us, uh, also with Wi-Fi, so we we don't need to have um, uh, detrimental frequencies to for carrier ways for information uh, for communicating with each other. We really don't. It's a matter of just uh, hopefully that uh, in the future they they assign uh, the right frequencies that are, that have. Uh, correct for our bodies and to answer your question i mean the, the only thing we do with um with wi-fi in our household we've got we've got landline uh so that we don't um have the infiltration of a of um of these particular frequencies in our in our household but then when you look at the um the computer you can see that the, everybody's got full charge around us uh, so that maybe you you've got to get something like a um a mosquito net that's got uh uh, silver in it, so that you can not be subject to those particular frequencies while you 're sleeping because they disrupt the endocrine system and everything like this so there there are certain things you can do and uh, when they first uh, brought out five g in China um, it was actually uh, pregnant women it was made uh, it was made very obvious if they don 't wear uh, the the proper underclothing to stop the the child from being uh, subject to to 5g which uh, which destroys their immune system destroys their uh, um their very very fragile uh predisposition um then there were there are consequences in china for that so there's obvious that it does have effects and everybody's aware of the of the detrimental effects but um you know um this, this is a very very difficult subject because I'm very distressed about this as well in terms mm-hmm. of where, where are we really going with this and, and why aren't, aren't really people seeing that, um, that there, are, there are dangers within um, microwave frequencies and everything like this and, and changing the, the content of our cells because of that, uh, that interaction. But, um, but then again, these are a, a kind of um, the things we're, we're confronted with at the moment.
0: There's a lot going on.
1: There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on.
0: Um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, like for me, uh, you know, we moved out to the country to be kind of away from all these fields and noise um, and also, you know, drinking pure water. Like, you yeah. know, this pipe water, chemically treated water, whether they put fluoride in it or other yeah. sort of cleaning material, you know, the water isn't happy, um, you know. And like you said, the 5G and I don't use microwaves to change the molecular structure of the food. I, I choose not to. Yeah. Um, but we, we have to make a lot of choices and be responsible for what we're putting, you know, in in us and around us.
1: And people are becoming more aware of this because, um, you know, everybody's getting sick, and mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't sleep. They really can't sleep properly now, and the. There are emotional predispositions which come, which come from that, which causes a certain amount of distress. So we've got to realize that that everybody's um, uh, in the wrong position at the moment. We've got to understand very, very deeply that um, even Bluetooth, you know, affects consciousness in the way it, it makes people a little bit more short-tempered and everything like this. You know, so it's, uh, it's just a matter of um, understanding that people are, are being changed too quickly we're not incrementally um going into the future and and discovering what does what this starts away with. Physi- physiology and then reversing the decisions because it's not right we're just going we just uh, the powers to be are just bull- bulldozing this and um which is uh you know we need to we need to say well okay what can we do um how can we make this uh more public And you know so people can understand that um we need to take a different, a different path,
0: and I hope you know this is a good medium to get this truthful information across to people that are ready for it. yeah um, so w- with that said, i mean I, I'm a big crystal guy, I love crystals i've I've loved crystals since I was a kid playing with crystals, and i I play with crystals as an, as a man, um, and for me, uh, I find that they have a ton of beneficial effect, um, you know, s- sleeping with Shungite you know, near room to mm-hmm. block with you know EMF fields or you know, other sort of fields that are coming through. But what are your thoughts on, on, on crystals and, and are they able to help us?
1: Well, you see what that's, I think that's what they're doing in, in uh, Japan is mm-hmm. that they're, they're uh, dumping a lot of Shungai to, to reverse the, um uh, the nuclear nuclear response, which has been blacked out at the moment. So, um you know, the, there, there are obviously many properties which we've got to become aware of in terms of, in terms of what frequency they, they produce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a good idea to have shungite around your, your computer and things like this. I agree with that too, but I'm not, I'm not too versed in in what crystals do, but, uh, but I do know uh, inside myself that if I'm around um, too much um, uh, Wi-Fi or too much electromagnetic fields, it, it does have an effect. Mm-hmm. So, so then, uh, uh, doing the doing the work that I do is, it raises raises my frequency. But you have to be constantly working on this, and constantly uh, being in contact with your own potential. Yeah. So, so like this,
0: working on your energy field and doing your yeah. spiritual and physical practice will strengthen your energy field, so that you can handle more of this or at least
1: well you know, there's you know. only there's only so much that uh that someone's biofield uh, can cope with until it starts to mutate into something uh which is not meant to be and this mm-hmm. is this is what causes cancer and everything like this you know so um you know i wouldn't uh i wouldn't sit wouldn't bathe in water which was poisonous nor would i drink it so it's a it it, it still comes down to collective consciousness in terms of getting getting everyone to realize um uh, through through education what's what's really uh, beneficial and what's not beneficial and uh, there are a lot of people in the world um you know trying to expose uh what is good and what's not what what's not good for us in terms of uh, in terms of our uh, physical representation of what happens to it if it's if it's subject to something it shouldn't be subject to so that um and this 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 comes this this comes full circle once again, is that the the only thing that really matters is human communication and the truth of what's really going on in front of us and being truly educated, um, and not going off into into um, uh, subjects which can't be verified. You know, it's like uh, we need we need uh, people to to really to really stand up. And when they have stand up stood up, um, usually their careers are, are destroyed. So they're so there's there's a there's a lot that really needs to be done in terms of our our human uh, human awareness in terms of um, allowing to allowing the perpetrators maybe to understand that, that what's going on um, uh, needs to stop and that can only happen by people persistently saying uh, we need to look at this we need to look at this uh, but you, as you know that you you see when people st- st- people step forward they're they're put into the area of the conspiracy theory and this is a very um, easy way to discredit people by saying that there, there's no truth in that; it's a conspiracy theory and everything like that. And uh, and there are certain certain things that that are happening with education to to actually limit people's. Um, uh, comprehension in terms of what's really going on uh, so that so that anybody that really has the truth can't really step forward because they because of the general consistency in society says well okay uh, how can you how can you prove that it's, uh, it's only because uh, whatever we've come upon that that uh, that causes us to realize that something's disharmonious that must be uh, made harmonious has been debunked you know instead of the 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 truth shouldn't be debunked uh, it should be looked at very very clearly and then we we're meant to adapt to to what uh, what is incorrect and then and then uh re uh redefine our path through seeing that we need to change our trajectory uh, so this this is being stopped as well um you know but but to to really look at this uh we uh, it's a consuming it's a, it's a world of consumption, so we, we can vote through what we consume and what we buy and what we don't buy, uh, you know. But this is um, this is a very, very difficult thing too, because there are so many select, so many things that have been selectively given it to us to actually buy, uh, and we've got no other choice but to buy those uh, particular things. So we're kind of, it's a very, very interesting uh, labyrinth that we're that we're um, entering, and then deciding how we're going to uh, remove ourselves from the from this um this dilemma that we've got going so it all depends on on um on our world leaders uh, uh coming to the truth, to the truth of what needs to be recognized but um but, but can they can they really do that and um I'm and if they do do so. that yeah, and if they are encouraged to do so because of because of um, it's morally incorrect, then maybe uh, they can be they can be adjusted through given financial incentive not to be that way, mm-hmm. which is which is what's really going on in the world, and and you know it's uh, our leaders are, are meant to be reflection of the of the the viewpoint of the of everybody who has elected them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so this this is this also comes down to integrity as well. Uh, you know, it's it's very it's very difficult to to change someone's perspective when you're so far removed from them. Uh, the only thing that we can really do, come back to the to the singular thing that we can do, is is to live within our truth, uh, within the boundaries of that truth, within our household, and then and then communicate in a way which is which has got to do with um with a loving communion, which which then looks at every everything in, incrementally from that perspective of caring, and. That's that's what's missing in our society. We've got to care, and we we need to we need to be seen uh, when we do care. And then if we if we care in the wrong way, in terms of our perspective, then that can be adjusted through through intelligent debate. You know, if the and just to for education, and um, debate is is, as intelligent debate has has been squished as well. So it's um so it's it's only through through um you know. Honest discourse can we really discover the truth? It's a difficult. It's a difficult subject. You, you're really, you're really coining me into difficult subjects. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's um. But when you look at this, it's a, this is the this is an obstacle really, and that's that's the only way you can really look at it is as an obstacle. What do I do in terms of myself personally? Yourself personally? Uh, what do you do? You examine. Uh, what you become aware of but, but what you become aware of becomes your internal um destructive reality in terms of like, okay i'm feeling i'm feeling cornered um we've got to learn to stand up and uh not be cornered but but are we being cornered through our ignorance and then we we struggle to to move elsewhere from our ignorance and do we move into another? area of um disenfranchisement because we're not really aware of how we're meant to move from what we believe is okay because everyone truly believes that maybe um everybody's got uh, got our best interests at heart but it's a uh, but uh you know it's it's been going on for thousands of years in terms of um what 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 can you profiteer from from someone's life force and it seems to be that way but uh but we've got to we've got to look at it um very, very open heartedly, and do what we've got to do, and realize what's around us, and then, um, and then, and then work with that. You know, because what can we do? What can we do? Yeah, if we one step if at a time, one step at a time, yeah. And if everybody's intelligent enough to, to ask the relevant questions of their circumstance, uh, and then, the, then we'll see what's uh, what's in front of them. You know, and and uh, we've got to become uh, unified in terms of our. A collective questioning and exactly. and being unified is very difficult these days cause, uh, because because uh, what the internet has created is a is a very very strong bias and also it's like road rage. People do things and say things on the internet which are totally not uh, not what they would actually do if they were if they were in in, uh, in front of everybody and identified. Exactly. So this is a very very strange uh, position we're in in terms of. Um, uh, People believe that they can be as mean and as destructive as possible as they can be on the internet, but in reality, if you face them with that, uh, then uh, then they have a self-review. But because we've got this um, ability to do something, uh, communicate something uh, without uh, any ramifications, and then they can be changed uh, depending on on the input. Uh, there's no way to to track into into the into the lies and manipulation or the meanness that's there. So I don't know whether I'm making sense.
0: No, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Totally, you are. Um, yeah. Always, always making sense. Uh, truly. Um, and you know what? I, what inspires me about you, Luhan is that you know you're not just a shaman living in a cave, um, sitting cross-legged, and you know you're living. That's too, in- that's,
1: that's too uncomfortable and cold.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, in a way, well, you wouldn't have to be dealing with what's going on. You could be like, my world is pure and safe and yeah, it's cold. Maybe I can start a fire, but you're in it, yeah. you know, just with everybody else. And you know, this is what inspires me and and you know, people. You inspire many people for many reasons, but this is a big one for me that you're you're in it. Um, you're in it with all of us and you're inspiring so many of us to um uh that you know, y- you're doing it. So that shows us that I can do it too. And we well, need you know, that now more than ever.
1: Yeah, you know, if you if you take somebody out of their reclusive uh, isolation, then they've got to be faced with exactly what's going on in terms of what they need to cope with. I mean, uh, in reality, nobody's, uh, nobody's immune to what's going on. Um, if you if I if you were put into a into a very isolated situation and very harmonious, I mean, uh, the only things which uh, which really can bring your lights to the surface is the challenge you know when you when you look at the dalai lama there was 11 questions for the dalai lama and one of those one of the answers that he gave he felt like he he felt like he wanted he was a dog that wanted to wrap himself up in the corner and just die and he was being very very honest at that particular point he's a very very honest and beautiful person so it's um so through his challenges he's become more and and more and more real to himself because because he's been disenfranchised and to to for him to um, to say that he just felt like he wanted to roll up in the corner, uh, just felt defeated. I mean, this is this is truly the truth. To be defeated uh, uh, and to stand up and still keep uh, within your center by that defeat is, uh, is a monument, is a monumental task, and he he's taken that on. You know, it's a you know, and that still and whatever happened to him is still uh, rolling into the world. Can you believe it? So since he was disenfranchised, this particular agenda is still is still going, just from just from his life experience, and now it's coming into everybody's life experience now, in terms of being disenfranchised and put into positions where they don't really don't really belong, you know. So if we if we if we really look at it, uh, we're no different to what happened to him. Um, the only difference is that he's got he's got so much love coming towards him, and and uh, so many uh, people look look to him. And if we if we really take a a really close look at it, we're exactly the same as he is. He's struggling. He's struggling for his buddhhood. He's struggling for for the truth and for for the for the right of free expression. That's a and he's gone through a very very hard thing. But uh, but he's uh, you know. Everybody mm-hmm. sees him, sees him as precious, and once we once we understand that the preciousness of this particular individual um, through through the trials and tribulations of his life, we realize that seeing 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 him reveals to us that we're just as precious as well in terms of what are we going through, and uh, when we look at his life and and the and the injustices to his uh, to the system uh, that that. Uh, that he was promoting in Tibet, uh, we have exactly the same trials and tribulation. And uh, it, what it comes down to is, is that is is our human communication is all that really matters. Because when anybody wants to be with the Dalai Lama, all they want is is love and a love um, recognition, and um, and the possibility of those uh, those feelings being reciprocated. I mean, this is this is really all he represents.
2: It's a very very beautiful thing and that's all he can really
1: express. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we look at this um we're we're all the uh, one being when it comes when it comes to this uh,
2: um situation, you know. Yeah, I I
0: wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um you know, and something that connected with with me and and you know, when I when I read your uh, first book was um you know how how you overcame um pretty serious illness mm. and that's something that i myself went through and literally took me around the same amount of time to fully heal from it mm. um and you know like when you when you spoke about you know it's when you you know go through that that you know i it's it's in, in a way it's a gift because it it you know like back then i was like when you spoke about being the, the dog and going into corner and dying that's what i felt like um mm. i kind of just gave up and uh you know, because, you know, doctors couldn't help me. Uh, nobody yep. knew what was wrong with me. Um, it was traumatizing, right? It was very fearful. I, I, yeah. I, I fell, I fell, because it's like I, I became, there was a moment in time where I became, you know, enlightened. I was in the moment. You couldn't get me out of the moment. And then I fell yeah. hard, I fell yeah. hard and as far away from that as you could. And I and, and something got into my energy field, whether it, whatever it was, um, absolutely kicked my butt. Mm. And it, it, I couldn't even, I lost, you know, 50 pounds. I couldn't even lift, uh, you know, a twenty-pound bag. I couldn't walk a hundred feet. It was yep. a really sad situation, but I didn't want to share it with anybody. I I just wanted to be that dog, and, and go go die in the corner. And I tried to. Um, and and when I realized it wasn't my time, that's when I took my power back. You know, um, one step at a time. And literally, like six, seven years later, um, I'm the strongest and most aware and confident. I've ever been. And I connected that with you right away. Like I literally had tears coming down my face as you were writing about that um, in, in parallel perception. And um, you know, I, you know, that's what brought me to my true purpose as um, you know, as an energy healer and, and kind of going into this now, and you talking about energy and meridians and whatnot. Um, you know, for, for three, four years now I felt that uh, I've discovered a healing gift within me that um I'm able to, uh, you know, detect energy fields with my hands. Like even, you know, now I'm like at all times, my hands are completely, absolutely vibrating. Um, you know, and when I first saw that it was kind of scary. I'm like, what is this? And, you know, but then I started kind of playing with it. And I started, well, I can feel it, you know, bumps in it, people's energy fields. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was realizing that, you know, I was using my wife as my guinea pig and her friends and you know, myself <laughs> and, and other people. And it was powerful. And, yeah. and it, and and then it, it got even upgraded to now where, you know, I can see energy. And it's that's where that courage has to come into play because I'm seeing a lot of the um, you know, I don't know, whatever energy I'm seeing, whether dimension it is, but you know, it's it's there. And um it's 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 these gifts that have um of challenges of being sick that you know, underneath that, you know, is is your true purpose if you allow that to um to show itself to you. So I'm still on that path and you know, um. So I kind of want to ask you, like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you have any insight for me on my path and how I can continue to develop that or have the courage to go deeper into my purpose. Um, you know, and I use this platform um, with my experiences to, to share with people that if you are going through an illness, you know, you, you have power within you to heal yourself. Do um, you have any insight for, for me or, or yeah. anybody listening?
1: Well, even if you don't have the power to heal yourself, you reduce to to the only the lines which are available to you, or the you you only have a certain amount of energy for your circumstances. So it reduces you because you can't be the person you were previously. That's where the magic happens. So it destroys everything. Illnesses usually de- destroy everything that's that's normal, and then um, um, because you can't uh, reach out beyond. Uh, the limitations you've got, it only leaves you with, with all you've got. And it usually reduces everything that uh, that's unnecessary because you only do what you can. And when you do what you can, that's, that's all you can indulge in and you know, you can't bring anything else with you. It's a, it's a great opportunity to uh, to become, to become nobody in a very, in a very, very quick fashion. So it's a, so the reduction uh, brings about uh, internal realizations because you you deconstruct yourself through the or the illness deconstructs you so it's uh and what who you, you what you,
2: you
1: yeah who you yeah you, it totally changes the idea of you mm-hmm. and the uh, the idea of us is uh the individual idea of oneself uh has to be um uh reduced so you so you escape this uh, uh, self-reflective mechanism and only come upon your part, through your heart, through the tenderness that's, that's available. Because what, what, what illness usually does is reduce you uh, to your lowest common denominator and that lowest common denominator is the only expression is maybe grief and then that expression you realize you've lost everything. And, um, and when you realize you've lost everything, um, then you slowly, slowly, slowly gain uh, what was unnoticed because you begin to notice that you can't do the things you did before. Now, the the main thing that, that I say to everybody in terms of um, your predisposition in terms of uh, evolution is uh, because we're surrounded by human beings, the only way, if you go situational awareness to situational attunement is that someone brings their awareness to you and they, they're doing something you don't do anymore, and Then the then attunement is to realize that you don't do that and you won't indulge in that situational awareness because that's a that's a block of feeling that you can indulge in if you've got enough energy to indulge in it. But if you haven't got the energy to indulge in it, then you your attunement uh, makes you realize that you've stepped away from that particular reality through the illness. So in a way, in some ways illness is is very, very beneficial. And in in other ways it's, it's extremely devastating. So so it's a uh, the challenge uh, as long as you meet the challenge um uh, which which uh in a lot of ways if you met by this challenge you can't escape But then that's all you've got so that uh you know as a as a world community we're we're sort of everybody's kind of um uh, what would you say uh intellectually impaired uh or you could say that uh reason the the reasonable people sound reasonable but it's not really reasonable so so when you when you when you get to the point where you say well i i don't do that anymore then you can see the 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 communication um, makes sense but it's not reasonable then you've got a, a certain type of rational insanity which is in the world but it's also incrementally stepping into into illness uh without knowing that you've stepped into the illness uh and it hasn't really uh taken away uh all all your energy so that you can you can still uh, function with that. And that's basically what's going on in the world at the moment. People are functioning um, with the notion that, that the reasonableness is reasonable, but it's totally unreasonable only because there's an emotional disruption. And that's a precursor to, to illness. And uh, not everybody's realizing that there's a collective illness going on in the world in terms of uh, uh, not being out, being impaired to such a degree that they can't realize what's going on because uh, the the precursor of their intelligence is to be uh, rational, but the rationality is is maybe not uh, is not kosher. It's it's irrational.
0: It's but you like can... people are used to being because you're so used to being imbalanced or sick, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you don't know what it's not like.
1: Yeah, that's true. But the, but the good thing for this, for, for everybody on their path, is that if, if somebody is uh, triggered into something, then they, if they do the thing that they're triggered in, then they know that they've got to undo that trigger and uh, for people who don't uh, do the trigger they realize that they don't do that anymore so that's that's a clear indication that they've that uh they've stepped over that particular obstacle um to to come to terms with well, I'm not going to get angry I'm not going to get jealous I'm not going to uh be envious or anything like this this doesn't exist anymore so it's uh, so then then by by that not existing anymore then you you come upon uh real truths you begin to realize mm-hmm. what's What's really there, and and what's really not inside of you, because of what's really there. So this this is one of the one of the strange um, uh, positions we all find ourselves in when we don't do something. We discover that uh, that the that the only reason we realize something is because we don't do it, and that's but by, by being nobody, and that's that's the that's pr- the perspective of not being instead of uh, instead of doing something that which has got nothing to do with not being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So so when I got stripped down of my complete health, and I was at that door, you know that I was uh, stripped of my identity, and um, you know I I had to let go of all what I thought I was, and, and to yeah. come back, and for anybody else out there that's relating to that, um, you know it, this is there's a there's a purpose there, whatever way it takes you, um, um, and, and so when I went through that, and I decided to, you know really. Um, accept responsibility for all of my thoughts and beliefs and emotions at that point that's Mm -hmm. where you know i started to climb the ladder from the depths and i think with that you can now like for me i feel so much more empathy and compassion for the world around me and those around me that are going through challenges whether they're you know because you
1: because you realize there's a lack of love in the world because because you've suffered Mm -hmm. isn't this very interesting Mm you to kind of
0: choke up even at this moment.
1: Yeah, because, uh, because your reduction has made you more, more open. And then you realize you can be more loving. And then you, then you begin to uh, look at the world and say, oh, my gosh, there's a, there's a lack of love and understanding in the world. And, and I find this a lot with my, with my students is that the, the reason why they're attracted is because, is because there's no lack of understanding because it's, it's, it's bare bones um, honesty and uh, communication. And when you when you've gone through something and you've been stripped of everything, the the only thing that matters is what matters. <laughs> and what matters is quite contrary to what,
2: what is being done in the world. So you're you're in a very beautiful position. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I you know, I have to give a lot of credit
0: to you because uh your your books are just music, wisdom to my heart and mm-hmm to know that I'm not alone on this journey and and there's other way showers. Just even for people that are listening, I know that it just provides a lot of safety and comfort and inspiration to continue and take those steps one step at a time and and acting out of love. Even when it, even when you don't want to, especially when you don't want to, it's not easy. You
1: know, you know, the, um, power of emptiness and I'm not, I'm not um, giving a, a kick on my book or, um,
0: uh, a of book, yeah,
1: I know it's a beautiful book. <laughs> um, when my when my students, uh, one of my students particularly, uh, a lovely woman, she said to me, "I don't really understand Whistling the Dragon. Can you can you can you please elaborate?" <laughs> <laughs> I went. I oh, no. <laughs> but then I decided to to write a book, which is a living mantra. So when you when you go through the book over and over and over again, it, it reveals yourself to yourself. But also keeps uh, certain principles um, totally in view as you're doing it. Uh, so this uh, this this book um, is to release people from the, from the burden of um, of their of their suffering, even if it's only incremental suffering, which uh, which is a big deal. Um, You know, that's uh, it. The only thing that really matters is you is you become awakened to your own biases, and the and then the 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 book uh, helps to fill in those those gaps of what you is what to what to withdraw from and and how to discover yourself by that withdrawal. So it's um, yeah, I'm I'm glad you and you enjoy it.
0: I'm going to read it again and again. I promise you that. So for for people that are are um you know that are even more interested in you now in in your books do you recommend that can, can they start at the power of emptiness or or start oh yes. Start-
1: absolutely absolutely because um uh you know the the general the general outline of all my books uh, there's there's a lot of consistency within them within them um but the but really, when I when I over the years and years of teaching, i, I realised that the only thing that really needs to come to the forefront is supportiveness and uh, a feeling of camaraderie uh, through breaking down the barriers of communication. And um, if you can if you can uh, in, invite this into your life and actually not judge someone that uh, that doesn't understand you and uh, and then release yourself from this particular burden, then things start to move. And the, the general premise uh, behind the book is to reduce and reduce and reduce uh, to the point that, that it allows you to arise as who you're really meant to be. The techniques are very, very simple, uh, but they take a enormous amount of devotion to apply. And and that is a challenge. And, it's, and instead of having obstacles, you've got the challenge of being who you're really meant to be. The obstacles are always going to be there. And the the book will give you the uh the, the ways and means and the and the tools to to reflect upon uh your life in a way which um which this book was designed to do uh to to bring the the best out in people and to give to give solutions and and real world um uh communication through through the material that's been written in there
0: yeah so this can be ready like this book That's already read by anybody from that's looking to get into spirituality, looking to heal, whatever level they're they're at. They can
2: Um,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I mean, when you when you look at the if someone if somebody said, "Well, I don't understand," then the the first thing that I've got to really look at is that is what uh, what what is not really understood, Mm. and. What's really not understood is that, uh, is you, uh, from from Whiskey is the Dragon to Who Am It to to this book and then the next book, uh, uh, is totally focused on on returning people to the to the centre of feeling, so they can truly navigate this because this is all that really needs to be navigated. Because when you really look at it, when you put into crisis, what really happens when you're at the you're at the lowest ebb, and the the only crisis uh, that brings you to the point uh, of realization. Uh, the only reason for crisis, sorry, is that it brings you into okay. I'm, I've lost time. I I need uh, to open up, and I need to I need to live on my path with purpose. And this this usually only occurs when people go through crisis, or, or that they're at the end of their life. So if, if we can get people to, to to face uh, the fact that every single moment is a new beginning. Uh, they can experience the the end result of their life in every single moment. And uh, it doesn't matter what people realize as long as they realize what they're meant to realize. It's not what other people realize. It's what, they, what they're meant to realize. It's right in front of us. And the only way can come to the, and I, I guess I'm repeating myself, the only way to come to, to that conclusion is to be simply who you're really meant to be. If you sweep a street, it's who you're really meant to be as a person that sweeps the street. If you're meant to be a politician and you be that politician and you you sweep every corner so everything 's clean I mean this is what we 're all meant to do our our, um, our personal journey is all that all that really matters because why are we here it 's because we're because we want to define our reality through connection and we evolve through connection we evolve through the love of that connection um, you know and also having other people having your you're back and you know that you're, know that you're loved and you know that you're, you're cared for. This is all that matters. And that's, that's what the book, uh, is primarily, um, designed to do is to bring you back to, um, your, your fundamental element, essence. And it's a uh, be, be simply yourself in every single, in every single moment. You don't have to be wise. You just, you just have to be kind and open. And isn't that wisdom? Because if you don't have the words to to speak about what you've done, eventually you'll have the words uh, to speak about what uh, what has occurred, even though what has occurred doesn't exist anymore. And uh, and through repetition, will discover it. There's always the same thing in front of us. There's always a person, and there's always the uh, connection to be made, and always the the proper feeling to be cultivated.
2: Yeah. Um, thank you. Um.
0: Couple more questions for you, and I know yep. we're getting to the two hour mark <laughs> time guys Yeah. I'm in a I'm in a, a spaceship here with you. Um so you know, for for from my experience, uh, you know, I I've I've this has been kind of like a solo journey. And this is why like someone like you is so inspiring to me because I I didn't really have anybody in my life that said, uh, you know, or, or that kind of inspired me to be, you know, like um, speaking spiritual truth, I've always felt like a philosopher, um, probably similar to how you were when you were growing up. Um, you know, I just looked at nature and it kind of made sense and I didn't, want, I didn't know why people were so vicious to each other.
1: Um, I, so- I was a little troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> how <are> you? <laughs> yeah, I said, what are you doing that for? So it, it was always against the grain, you know, so yeah, you know, it's a... I love it. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, and and so I've I've been kind of it's been a lifelong journey for me to find my tribe um, and, and to let go of what needs letting go both in internally and externally in, in relationships and new relationships. And my goodness, that takes a lot of courage. And, you know, I think we need, we need that now more than ever to, you know, to have the courage to step forward into our truth and, and to, to live moment by moment, like you said, to be kind and to be loving. And, you know, the rest, but to be simple, the rest will take care of itself.
1: Yeah, but everybody's uh, probably looking at you. They can't look at me because I, I keep my, my privacy uh, mm-hmm. on interviews. So I, I do I do open up to my students uh, when I get to know them, and, and if we're on meetings like this. Um, but but what I can say, because I'm watching you, and unfortunately nobody's watching me. But the thing is, um, the the most notable thing about your about your presentation is that you the, to come upon. Uh, what you're saying is that uh, I can see that your eyes are totally looking inside yourself as you're speaking to me. So you're not looking for recognition; you're you're seeking the the revelation of your own feeling to be ar- arising from within. So your your listening capacity, your looking capacity is is, is inwardly bound. Uh, that's what makes you you you. Uh, completely unique in terms of the suffering you've gone through. But to, for people to understand how have you got to that position um, and how do, you, how do you reverse your eyes, reverse your eyes, reverse your ears, uh, come upon your internal feeling. Um, if everybody's looking at, looking at you, I want everyone to, uh, to watch uh, the process of, your, of where you're looking because I can see you're looking within as you're talking. So if you look, look within, the, you've arrived. So you've 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 come home. So once you once you come home, then the only thing that really matters is what you need, really need to do next, and and what you really need to express because you're totally inside. So you're asking everybody to to actually do the same thing and uh, commune with you by being inside instead of talking um, at you. They uh, you're talking within yourself. So you know. Amazing. So yeah,
0: I love that you can. <laughs> I'm always amazed by you. Um by your by your words but that's uh i'm definitely like i uh anchored into my heart and you know um i i I, that's home to me that's my anchor that's what keeps me at peace and as you know it happens where i kind of get sometimes if you know out there but you know after about a minute or two i'm I'm back home and listening to um, my center and being here and being feeling it that's amazing that you can you can see that
1: yeah. Once you once you're acting once your eyes anchor in here, you're watching your heart uh all you gotta do is listen to the vibration coming from your chest. You you never leave, you'll never leave that center. But but what everybody really needs to know is that um is when you're like this you're you're completely open and, and vulnerable. And uh people have a hard time uh coming to terms with the fact that the only way to evolve is to become vulnerable to so you can be aware of your trials and tribulations that you need to be faced with. So you know, I'm exactly the same. Is that uh, I'm I'm very vulnerable, very very open, very very sensitive. Uh, there's no in the world I'm going to tell everybody that uh, that you you get to a certain stage where nothing's going to affect you. You will get to the stage where everything affects you. Mm-hmm. And then you've got to come to terms with that, and uh, and you wrestle with it uh, internally to watch to watch the obstacles which make themselves available to you, so you can arise uh, from that uh, from that um, situational awareness that's that's internally bound but externally expressed through through language and through your physical uh, predisposition. So that's um, so, in other words, just to create a, a safe space for people to commune. That's so. All your body's doing, and that's really all that matters.
2: So we, just as you, and and I guess me, as you,
0: as you as you said, as we allow people to be, um, be themselves, themselves. be yeah. true, and that yeah. safe space to, to not be judged and and to grow.
1: Yeah. You know the the that's a, that's a difficult thing because people say, well, I want to be myself, but they may be uh, operating from an obstacle or they want to be themselves and they're operating from, from being uh, self-aware in terms of observing what's outside so they can gently speak to what is outside and not inside. Because if you speak to someone that's, that's not inside, they're outside. That you you commune with them inside. So this is the progressive uh, element of our of our humanness, which is coming to the surface through all the uh, diverse circumstances that are coming about. Because the only way we're going to survive this is to enter our internal realizations, and uh, all the other questions that you that you ask, and all this, all the um, all the situations that we're faced with, if we can arrive inside. And very, very calmly speak the 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 truth of the reality that's affecting us in our very moment, that's all that matters for everybody in their in their singular moments and if we can if we can unify in those singular moments and realize that um we're all vulnerable and we're all um, sensitive and need to progress, then then this is the way for us to move forward.
0: Beautiful.
1: And you know this too, it's because it's, if, it's, if it's in your vibratory field, if it's in my vibratory field, if it's in your loved one's vibratory field, uh, I, know, I know everybody that, uh, that comes into contact with me, they get addicted to the, to the honest, open, raw communication. <laughs> and this is all that really matters. Mm-hmm. And then love and, love and tears can come from this, through the mm-hmm. trials and tribulation of truly opening up.
0: Mm. That's yeah. why like, I, I instantly I, you know, I connect with you even before we met. I, uh, I don't know if you had felt that, but, uh, you know, this, this feels like a million years in the making that yeah. um, this has been planned or <laughs> yeah. beyond uh, what it appears to be. Um, I, I love the, uh, the truth and the wisdom and the heart coming from you. And I'm sure everybody else does, but I especially am so appreciative. I have one last question for you, Luhan, and it's a bit of a selfish one. <laughs> um, do you have any um, you know, insights uh, about, uh, about my path and, and my purpose? Do you, do you feel or, or sense anything there?
1: Well, I've been talking about it. It's, <laughs> it's basically you're, you're revealing yourself in terms of your inward your journey. Um, um, when, you, when you do La like Vampire, um, you first, first you go looking, you look inside, you look for the, for the feelings within yourself so you learn to commune with them. Uh, you're on your path, obviously and uh whatever trials and tribulations test who you are that's what's really meant to meant to meant to occur and that's for everybody you've got your obstacles you've got the freedom of expression or the or the uh, detriment of that expression is is held um in a way which you which you can't openly um, uh communicate and you know so the that's the reason why i wrote the uh, the power of emptiness so that so that people can can navigate this internal world of uh if i'm if I'm within my being and i've got a bias and i've got to let go of that bias and i i i I am doing somebody because i've learned through my life experience to know what I'm seeing. There's, there's nothing wrong with that but then you've got to let go of that particular bias not do that person not do yourself and as you go into you not doing yourself then you you start undoing the world um, regardless of whether you like it or not because you don't add to the connection of the bias to the other person even though you realize that there's a there's a potential danger or there's a potential uh disharmony there but you you look within and, and then give it to love and service and to understanding uh to to the people who really matter and the people that you can't really talk to you've got to be uh unbiasedly kind to them in terms of understanding that they they haven't faced their challenges and they're replicating their inability to face those challenges by by asking you to commune with them and to and to be part of their illusion so you don't be you don't uh, acquiesce to the illusion you realize the illusion's there a step away but be as uh, open as kind kind as you can be even if you can't alter their path you alter your understanding of their path because we add to everything. So we've got to we've got to withdraw uh ninety eight percent of ourselves to realise there's two percent of realization, but it's all all coming down to to the person who realizes what to do with that.
2: Thank you. Yeah. So Brilliant.
1: I think I think yeah, I think you're doing fine.
0: <laughs> From you, Luhan, that is a big deal. So I I appreciate that and I've, I've I've sort of you know struggled early on and and um, trying to fit in into a world that I was never made to fit in. Um, yeah I feel I was sent here to kind of shake things up and uh, to show to be a way shower um, through courage and and wisdom and love and presence and you know your teachings are a huge inspiration for me and and a confirmation for me in this interview is a confirmation for me that it's all coming together and i can't be more thankful than i am in this moment um truly thank you i'm, yeah, even, thank getting, you. I'm even getting emotional at this moment
1: yeah thank you too you know it's uh, everybody everybody who's going to see your expression um this is very important to notice <laughs> humble humbleness is all that matters and and whatever we can't achieve we can't achieve whatever we can achieve we can achieve but as long as we're authentically the person that we that we realise who we can be at that at that particular moment, and then move on uh, to another moment, which which allows us to realise that uh, we need to adjust. Yeah, you know. I mean, isn't that isn't that what life's about?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you stated, uh, not not doing, and yeah,
0: knowing and not doing, letting go, being water. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I'm I. I I'm without words, but I, I want to just again say thank you uh, for your time and your energy. I know you're a busy, busy man, and um, on, on your on your spiritual practice. And I would love to hopefully one day work with you um, more in depth, and perhaps in 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 low band pi, and perhaps have another chat uh, down the line. And
1: oh, I'm open. I'm absolutely open. You're just. It's a, it's up to you.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, if it's up to me, I'll be, we'll be talking every day. I don't think you. <laughs> Um, but definitely, I would love to keep these channels open with you. You um, definitely are a massive inspiration to me and many other people out there. And I'm just in, in honor, uh, so blessed that I'm able to have this time with you. So I would love to keep that channel open. Um, and uh, thank you to, to Ms. Paswell. Blessings to her and uh, and to to you. I can't again. I mean, I'm just in awe and I'm and so thankful. So for my listeners out there, please um, look at uh, parallelperception.com. Luhan does uh, group uh, practices and, and, and group meetings, and also private, um, doing his his teachings of low band pi, um, and also check out his books available uh, on definitely on Amazon. I think everywhere else as well, and in, in paperback. Yes, right. So uh, I usually buy the digital or audible. Um, I, there's so much wisdom in these books, and it's something that you have to to reread or re-listen to again and again because it's overflowing with wisdom, and when you're ready for that next step in your life. Um, his words are, are going to be the gateway to look inward into your truth.
1: <laughs> You're so lovely.
0: <laughs> You're lovely. Come on. Seriously. <laughs> I, I have nothing but love for you, Luhan, even before we had this conversation. Um, truly uh, a blessing. And I want to thank you, and I hope you have a, a great rest of your, your weekend, and, and I definitely would love to keep in touch with you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm open to that. I've really enjoyed the interview as well. And uh, lots of love to everybody who's listening.
0: Thank you so much, Luhan, and and my love to you. I love you. Truly, thank you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Take care, Luhan. Okay. Bye-bye.
1: Bye now.